Ross here. Um, slight issue with our recording this week. Um, we had some Skype problems and also my recorder didn't pick up Dave for the first part of our conversation. So unfortunately we've missed out on all of these Saturday recaps. So sorry to Colts fans and sorry to Cowboys fans. Um, so I said I wasn't very happy with the Seals performance, but never mind. Um, so you join the podcast of us talk with us just about to start talking about the Sunday wildcard games. Thanks for listening. Cheers. On Sunday then, uh, the Chargers took on the Ravens and uh, they got the better of them this time. It, this was a really weird game, wasn't it? Did you hear about Will being like, crazy... I mean, I'm sure some people out there enjoyed it, but this felt like such a bad game. Yeah. I thought shit got thinking, oh God, this is how I'm wasting my Sunday night. And <laughs> I think... I think I felt like that about a lot of the playoff games. I felt like all of them were a bit underwhelming in the end. Like, yeah. I don't have a problem with defensive football, and I quite enjoy it sometimes. But a lot of the weekend was just bad football. It wasn't just defensive football; it was just bad <laughs> offensive football more than like good defensive. But yeah. yeah, this one, I think the Chargers had such a good game plan for this one, and I mean the Ravens just just couldn't get it done, could they? And I get the whole thing of not wanting a sort of. Um, break Lamar Jackson and sort of hurt his confidence by going back to Flacco but it was screaming out for someone that could actually pass the ball wasn't it <laughs> and, yeah I got texted by three people I wasn't watching this game I was too pissed off with Valdez Hills lost at the point to watch any more playoff football but yeah I three people texted me and said Flacco's got to get in this game at some point because Jackson looks like he's either going to get killed or he's just going to kill them that was a nice throw but yeah it was a really nice throw but it was just too little too late and mm. it was pretty clear the Chargers just had his number. They yeah. had the game plan to stop him and he wasn't he doesn't have that other side to him, Jack said. He's not a good enough passer to turn the game and I think Goda Flacco gave him the best chance and Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it that you don't want to hurt Jackson, but I mean I think at this age of the season you're just trying to win the game and worry about all the other stuff after. Yeah. You can and, still run the ball. Yeah, I think Flacco, it was a big mistake. You still got yeah. Gus Edwards and I mean, Allen and all the other guys. Yeah, it's yeah. I didn't think they did a very good. Uh, they, it wasn't a very well coached game from the Ravens' point of view. I don't think. No, um, it's a shame for them. But the Chargers move on, and I don't know. Did they play that well either? Though, <laughs> like uh, Melvin Gordon had seventeen carries for forty yards. Mike Williams had forty-two yards receiving, and Rivers had one hundred and sixty yards passing. It was like a they did just enough, didn't they? Like defensively, I think it was probably the best I've seen the Chargers all season. I thought they were excellent, but yeah. I think it's a very specific type of game that they played, and mm. I think the game plan was just so good. But yeah, I think the offense underwhelmed. Like Rivers had what one touchdown and would take 160 yards, something like that. It wasn't, it wasn't some amazing game from Rivers, and no, I, I know the Ravens are a good defense, but yeah, the Chargers offense underwhelmed for me. They were put in good positions a lot from all the fumbles and the interceptions and all that side of thing, and they couldn't really do a lot with it. And, well, it was basically the kicker, wasn't it? Badgley, or whatever his name is. Yeah, five field goals in this. Yeah, the money badger, I think I saw him called it. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. that one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, five field goals. And, yeah, yeah, I wasn't. I'm not convinced by Phil Rivers, I'm not going to lie. I think mean, I've said it all season, basically, and. He's I feel the same now, but I'm not. Like, people have put him in the MVP conversation. I just, I don't see it to be honest. Like, I don't watch him and think, oh, he's he's the one carrying this team. I think hmm. when this team has played best has been when Melvin Gordon's got the ball, yeah, and he's been able to run. Like that Wembley game where the Chargers are over, yeah, Rivers basically had two big plays. I think there were sort of fifty and sixty yard touchdowns or something like that, and hmm. there wasn't a lot else to go along with it. And that's a bit what it felt like at the weekend. A couple of big plays and. Yeah, not a great deal to go alongside it, but I mean they got the job done, didn't they? But I don't know. I feel I feel like there's going to be a lot of talk about playing the Patriots this weekend. I, I know we'll get to that soon, but yeah, I don't feel as bad about this game as people probably think it is going to be. I, I'm yeah. not too unhappy about this matchup. No, I would you have played the the Ravens if they'd won? Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, the Colts are yeah, six Colts, They were yeah. playing the Chiefs either way. So it's, yeah, we we're playing the winner of this one. Uh, yeah, as, if I was a Patriots fan, I'd be more concerned about playing the Ravens. Definitely. Yeah, I, I think I think both teams are good teams. But I think I think I said it before last week's game. I think both have both got big flaws, and mm. yeah, I don't. I, I think I think there's I think there'll be a lot of talk about the Chargers going all the way, but 
I just don't see it. I just don't think they're that good of a team. No, no, they mm. can, they can be beaten, and they've got they they have issues. Um, talking about teams that aren't that good, I mean, but somehow win. The Eagles beat the Bears sixteen <laughs> fifteen in one of the most fascinating fourth quarters I think I've ever seen. <laughs> well, the last four minutes, especially the rest of the game, I could take or leave. Nothing really happened. Yeah. Um, Cody, was... Cody Parkey, he's a he's a wanted man in the state of uh, Chicago right now. Well, so it was ends up being a block, didn't it? But it didn't look at it at the time. <laughs> no, it didn't. I don't. I don't think well, the facts matter in their situation, do they? No. Uh, I've seen lots of videos of angry fans uh, yeah. wanting him dead, and <laughs> I mean that's not nice to see. But I thought I thought Trubisky played really well in this. <sighs> I saw he sort of did, but at the same time, again, he threw the ball forty-three times. He did, yeah. You don't want that from Mitchell Risk. No, like, I mean, we keep saying, we said it about every game pretty much, but <laughs> it just feels like that that is not a good that is not good offensive play calling. No, that is not what the Bears are, and I mean the defense held the Eagles to what sixteen points was it in the end. Yeah, the offense should be able to do enough to get it done, especially at home in this big playoff game. Mm. And they just couldn't, and I think a lot of that is maybe on Trubisky. Like I thought, um, Alan, Rob- Alan Robinson was—I think it's the best I've seen him play for the Bears. Yeah, I thought he was superb. Forty-odd yards. He sort of looked like that player that was at the Jags, and everyone sort yeah. of, there was a bit of a buzz about, didn't he? And mm. yeah, I, I sort of like Trubisky. Well, do I like him? I don't know, but <laughs> I think he can sort of be effective. But yeah, I don't think this was that game. I, well, it's had over 300 yards, I think, in the end. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It was such a weird game, as you say. And There was no running again from either team. Darren Sproles led the Eagles with 21 yards, and Jordan Howard led the Bears with 35 yards. Like, What's happened to all these runners, apart from Zeke? No one's been able to run the ball this weekend. Yeah. I think Negley's going to go down. as He might end up winning coach of the year, but I don't know. He's supposed to be this offensive like wizard, isn't he? But... Mm. I mean, it's not the offense that's carrying this team. It's Vic oh, Fangio's God, no. defense, isn't yeah. it? And he's going to end up winning Coach of the Year, but mm, I'm not. I'm not sold on that one. <laughs> I should say Michael Mack also be a good run the ball this weekend, but yeah. But, can, can we talk to Nick Foles? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> surely this is the week it ends. It's because he did actually play that well again. <laughs> it just when it mattered though, he no, got it done through two picks. Yeah, but looked awful for the first three quarters of the game. He looked like that quarterback we saw in the first few weeks when he was covering for Wentz that they yeah. rushed him back from, for because of sorry, and then yeah, then all of a sudden he's won the game for him. It's just yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> what do they do if he wins again this week? If they knock the Saints out in New Orleans, and somehow they end up in the championship game again with Nick Foles taking them there, what what do they do? Because they've got a huge issue. Well, the problem is that. We've said so often that Nick Foles has been pretty bad. Yeah. But, I mean, these playoff runs, I say, say they do make the Super Bowl or even a championship game, then, I mean, it's pretty hard to turn away from them, isn't it? And, yeah. I mean, you can't have him and Wentz. So one of them's one of them will not be in Philly <laughs> next year. But, I mean, would they really trade away Wentz for Nick Foles? <laughs> they, they could get a fortune for Wentz as well, I assume. Someone's going to give them a. King's Ransom, the Jets would give them all their first round picks forever, I think. Well, not just not the Jets, they've got um, Donald now, but. The yeah, Giants? there's some teams out there, yeah. There's. Oh, well, that, I think that might be the thing that it ends up coming down to that, well, Nick Foles will be a free agent, won't he? So they won't be able to get anything for him anyway, but. Yeah. I mean, they might be able to get a lot for Wentz. What are you looking at? Like maybe three firsts or something yeah, like that? I mean, he's. He's put up numbers and he's looked really, really good. He was on course for MVP last season before an injury and an injury again this year. It's He's got the injury issue, but when he's fully fit, he's a great quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to... Whatever happens, it's going to be a fascinating off-season in Philadelphia because, yeah. I mean, Foles might put them in a position where they literally can't turn away from him. <laughs> I think the fans will turn... Turn on the team, and it might even be that they turn on Wentz if it ends up being that Foles goes. And, <laughs> it's going to be I mean, an that's crazy. Situation, it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's bizarre. Because even now, I don't think Nick Foles is particularly good. <laughs> but, I mean. He comes up big of, in the big games, doesn't 
Yeah, he it, it sort of fits magic, isn't he? It? It's the yeah. same sort of thing. Like, I'm not quite sure how this is happening, but it just keeps happening over and over. But he's thrown uh, nine touchdowns with six interceptions this season and three fumbles, but they're in the divisional game. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, when it say when it's mattered, that's what he's had his big big games in. Yeah, I mean, it's what they have like five minutes left on that four minutes left, and they're going against probably the best defense in the league, and. He's taken up the other end and scored a touchdown when well, they they absolutely needed a touchdown and he's done it and yeah, baffling. yeah, absolutely yeah. baffled by the Eagles in this this situation they've got themselves in. That trade for Golden Tate probably hasn't worked out, but it came up big in the when it mattered. Well, a bit like last season, wasn't it? The yeah. the players they traded for halfway through the season were some of the ones that made the difference when it comes to the playoff time. And yeah. I mean, it's happened again. You've, you've won a playoff game. That sort of that trade's worked out really, hasn't it? And What's gone before it doesn't really matter now. It's... No, exactly. The rest of the season's irrelevant. Golden Tate's just caught a touchdown to win you a game. Obviously, Parky missed the kick, but yeah, so weird. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I... yeah. Just a weird weekend of games all round. Because I think going into them, I was really excited for all of these games, and then mm. come out of every single one thing feeling a bit flat. And even even the Bears game at the end. It wasn't a good like well it was a good ending but it wasn't good football from most of that game. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was yeah, weird. Yeah, weird I, weekend. I listened to the two Saturday games. I took the Chargers Ravens game to off basically to get over the Seahawks game <laughs> and I watched the first two quarters of the Bears Eagles game and thought I can't watch anymore this is terrible and then missed yeah. the the final 4 minutes but yeah, it's not what we expected. Um we'll get onto our previews in a little bit, we're going to answer your questions now. Then there's been quite a few. Um, so let's start with Twitter. Uh, since from Inspector Check, um, where does Nick Files end up? Is the first one. Honestly, I have no idea because <laughs> I think there is a, real, a very, very realistic scenario where he is the Eagles quarterback at the start of next season. Yeah, I think you responded to this tweet actually with uh, Carson yeah. Wentz. Um, you mean you mean Carson Wentz? <laughs> yeah, because. Um, as you said just a minute ago, if if he wins another game, I don't know how they can get rid of him. No, and you can't have have him hanging around as a backup quarterback because he'll end up getting paid too much from someone else. Yeah, they won't be able to keep him around as a backup quarterback because yeah, somebody will want to pay him. Well, well at least Case Keenan money again. Like the Bills would give up everything for Wentz. Surely the Bengals they probably looking to replace Andy Dalton with a new head coach and a new go a new way. The Jags going to be looking for a quarterback. The Broncos would give up everything surely to get. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, th- I think if you're looking at teams that would do it, it's probably the Jags. The Broncos make a lot of sense just because. Yeah. I, I mean, the Broncos. I'm sure Elway would like to make a splash, wouldn't he? Oh yeah, that's and the perfect then... quarterback for them as well. Big stature, yeah. kind of guy. Wentz is a perfect. Bit of a weird looking bloke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. The. Yeah. That. Ma- I, I think. Yeah. Thinking about it, Wentz to the Broncos would make a lot of sense. Other than, I mean, I don't know how the Keenum's. Keenum contract structure, whether they can get out of that year, or not. They can get out of it, yeah. So, yeah, I mean that makes sense, doesn't it? I think Keenum's, but, on, Keenum's on seven million this year as well. So even as a backup, you can you can eat that for one year, can't you? Yeah, I mean it seems mad that they could even consider trading away Wentz, doesn't it? Yeah, because it's not like he's been terrible for him. I, like I'm definitely not one of the people that's highest on Wentz at all, but I mean he's not been bad, and I mean it'd be a bold move to trade him away, wouldn't it? But I mean, yeah. it looks quite realistic at this point. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. I don't know what they do. Yeah, I mean, if Brady retires, take him at the Patriots. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to support Wentz. No. We'll just give him back for Jimmy and uh, get him back in back in town. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks for your question. Uh, our next one from Twitter is from um, the Baker Mayfield fan account, which is at Mike in Palmer. Uh, <laughs> do you agree Baker Mayfield is the rightful rookie of the year? Mm, no. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Mikey. No. <laughs> Who are you going for? Who's going to be your, your rookie of the year? I mean, I've got a bad feeling that that Mayfield ends up winning it. But right. if, if it's not Barkley after the season he's had, then there's something wrong. It kind of has to be, doesn't it? I think I saw the other day that Mayfield is actually the bookmaker's favourite to win it. But, I mean, halfway through the season, I'm yeah. pretty sure we were talking on here about whether they should just bench him for the rest of the year because <laughs> it'll, do, it'll do him some good to just sort of sit out and learn learn more. But yeah. And then he had a few good games against some bad defences and all of a sudden he's 
the start. I mean, I feel like I slag Mayfield off a lot, and I don't mean to, but <laughs> it's more the hype. I just don't get why the, there's so much hype about him. Yeah. But he hasn't really done a lot, and <sighs> I, yeah, I don't know. It's For me, it's Barkley. turning the Browns round thing, isn't it? But Barkley finished yeah. second to only Zeke uh, with 40 less carries. He had uh, less than 100 yards less than Zeke. He had six, uh, five touchdowns more, and he didn't fumble the ball once this season. Zeke fumbled six times. And an insane amount of catches as well, Barkley. It's well, it's over two thousand yards and he combined, which is just yeah, unthinkable for a rookie running back. And yeah, yeah there's no way that Mayfield should be the rookie, the rookie of the year, in my opinion. But I think it might end up getting it, which is just <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it seems wrong to me, but I think it might actually happen. He had ninety-one um, receptions. That's just I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> it that is, is amazing. Insane. Like, Especially on a team that the the, the defences know that it's a running game. They're not worried about Eli Manning, are they? They're not worried that he's going to do anything. And That's more receptions than Tyreek Hill, than Mike Evans, Jarvis Landry, who's a receptions monster. More than Beckham. I mean, he missed a few games, but more than T.Y. Hill. Uh, T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, it's got to be Barkley, but I don't think he's going to end up being, which is just... Bad. Quarterbacks are more flash, aren't they? Yeah, I, I, I think the story along with it, sort of the hype about him, is what's going to help win him, win yeah. him the award. And yeah, to me, I think Barkley'll be robbed if he doesn't end up with this award. Yeah. Um, moving on to some uh, three questions then from Cheap Pete, who's at AFC CB ten seventy nine. Thank you for your questions all season long. Um, he's of course a Bears fan. Um, should coach Cody Parkey be thrown to Lake Michigan? <laughs> <laughs> Seems harsh on him. It was blocked. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but um, he has missed eleven yeah, kicks hard. this year. Yeah, it's. I mean, I and I know that he was talking about Cody Parkey before it even happened, saying that he's not reliable. Ah, oh, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't think he was the biggest Parkey fan anyway. <laughs> so yeah, I don't think this helps. And yeah, I mean, kick, kick is a tough job, isn't it? They miss one kick and. They're on the they're on the field for a combined like two minutes every game, and I mean so many games come down to them, and they're so often the hero or like the absolute zero, aren't they? But yeah, we saw in the Seahawks game, Janikowski were injured, went for two two pointers and got them both. Not, why do we need kickers? Yeah. Just have yeah. a punter that can do kickoffs and uh, some weird stuff, and then just go for two points every time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the Mike Tomlin philosophy. Though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you also asked where does Mark Ingram end up. That's an interesting one because I really rate Mark Ingram. I think he's done all right in his uh, limited use this year. Obviously not as highly used as last season. I, I think there's a few teams that could really use him well. and mm. I mean, I don't think it's going to end up happening, but I'll talk about it the season. But I think the Panthers would be such a good place for him to end up, but he'll probably end up getting doing the same as CJ Anderson this year Yeah, where they just don't use him and... I mean, imagine him, him and McCaffrey together. That'd be unbelievable, wouldn't it? And He's a proper power back. He finished with 645 yards and limited use this year. Well, and he missed, what, four games at the start of the season, yeah. something like that, for a suspension? Yeah, I think he's a really good running back and can really help a lot of teams. But, yeah, I don't know where he's going to end up, really. I mean, it's yeah, it's quite a few. Like, maybe... Maybe the sort of teams that will be in, be in for Le'Veon Bell yeah. with the sort of teams that take him as, like, their... Consolation prize. And I think yeah. it'd be a pretty good consolation prize at a pretty good rate. I imagine. I don't think he's going to get paid like that much money. No, I think he will be. He'll become. He'll come at a, a definite um, discounted rate, I suppose, because running backs aren't really highly yeah. paid out anymore. I mean, I don't think it's out of the question. He ends up back at the Saints, but no. But I, I would guess that he would probably want that one last payday and that might be what stops him staying there but it's I think it sort of depends what his market ends up being if he ends up being a bit on the cheaper end of where you'd expect him to do then I think the Saints could still hold on to him but yeah I think there's a few teams out there that could really use a running back like Mark Ingram yeah definitely a full-on power back that can catch the ball as well I mean he's 29 this is going to be his last deal um yeah I really rate Mark Ingram it's going to be interesting market for him uh, and his last question is, which offence is more predictably boring, Seattle or Baltimore? <laughs> Obviously Seattle, wow. I think. <laughs> I don't know. The, the Ravens, uh, the Ravens, we know. Yeah, it's well, the Ravens. have a passing game at least. 
So. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the Ravens. I think they're the most <laughs> the most boring team in all of football. Uh, a question then from uh, Hassan, who's at HMTray112. Uh, where does Deshaun Jackson end up? I don't know. Again, I, I think this year, the free agent market, there's not many good wide receivers coming out. No. I think there's not going to be a lot there. So I think players like Deshaun Jackson and Golden Tate, I think they're going to get paid probably more than they should do. And that might mean they end up... I, I don't know where they'll end up, really. It's just someone with a bit of cap room, I guess. So Deshaun Jackson finished the season with seventy-four, uh, 41 receptions for 774 yards. Which is a lot of yards for not very many receptions. Um, I think that's what he is, isn't it? He is just a just a deep threat. There's not yeah, a lot else a to his big game. Play guy, yeah. He averaged eighteen point nine yards on his receptions, which led the league. He's <laughs> like a rich man's Ted Ginn, isn't he? He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. I mean, maybe that maybe that is it. Maybe someone like the Panthers could use someone like him, where a lot is a lot of running and setting up the deep shot, isn't it? But I don't know. I don't know what their caps like, but yeah, I think. I mean, the problem with Jackson is going to be that, yeah, he's going to cost probably more money than he should do. and Yeah, he's going to cost almost number one receiver money, isn't he? Yeah, and I just, I personally, I wouldn't want the Patriots to like pay that sort of money for someone like him because I don't think he's, I don't think he's someone you can rely on like week to week. I think he's going to have these big plays, but I mean, he's not, yeah, he's not going to be week in, week out, just sort of like, just getting you them first downs and making no. a difference like that, is he? He's, he's, not a he's just a big play. No, he's just a big play man and, I mean, it's good to have them on your team, but yeah, definitely. I mean, probably it's like your second or third wide receiver more than your first, and yeah, I think that's how I'd say that's how he's going to get paid. Yeah, eighty-four targets for forty-one receptions. That's not a great conversion rate, but the yards are there and the big plays are there. So yeah, it's yeah. interesting. What he'd keep an eye out for him. I think he'll maybe get the Raiders more than Tate probably. Yeah, maybe the uh, Raiders could go for him. They like a bit of a oh, fast yeah. wide receiver, don't they? That's uh, the new Darius Hayward Bay. <laughs> yeah, it's a very Davis signing, isn't it? <laughs> yes, definitely is. Uh, right then, let's move on to some Facebook questions. Uh, uh, where are we? There we go. Question from Peter Wood. Uh, how do you think the defensive rule changes have impacted the game, particularly with the roughing the passer, and has the game become an offense-first sport? Um, I think it's been offense first for quite a long time now, hasn't it? Um, yeah, they do anything they can to stop defenses being dominated. I think. I mean, and I know that people say all oh, defense wins championships, all that stuff. I mean, the two best defenses in the league pretty much got knocked out this weekend. Yeah. So I mean, I think at the end of the day, good offense is pretty much going to win out most of the time. And yeah, I think it is that sort of cliche thing of uh, yeah a good defence is going to win the championship but mm. I'm not sure it's always necessarily true is it but no teams of offences do tend to win the the big game more often than not yeah because I mean it's more reliable isn't it yeah. we can I mean I imagine if you look at historically like the number one defence playing the number one offence in the league I bet the offence wins a good good chunk of them And oh yeah certainly yeah I mean as for the rule change I don't I don't know I'm not I mean, the whole rough in the passer thing with the landing with the body weight, that sort of almost died after about week four, didn't it? And then Clay Matthews shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, it went away when so, Clay Matthews went away, didn't it? Yeah, so I'm not sure it's actually that big of a deal because I think most defensive players sort of got used to that rule pretty quickly and adjusted pretty quickly and easily. And that's sort of what we said at the time when all the stuff was going on, that I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I don't know why people were so concerned about it, but... Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think it's made that much difference. I mean, it's always going to be about safety and all these things, and they might be a bit dodgy sometimes. You might think they're a bit, bit weird rules, but I think on the whole they are there for a reason. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always it, like from now on, it's always going to be offensive league, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely, that's what that's what gets bums on seats and eyes on screens, isn't it? It's yeah. scoring points. No one goes to see a six nothing get defensive game, really. No, and. As I said, sometimes it's good to have a defensive game, but I mean, you want that offense mixed in because yeah. it's not great seeing teams go free and out every every uh, possession, is it? Really, no, you don't. No. Nobody's bothered about seeing that, and even even like the the biggest defensive football fan doesn't want to see that every every week. But and, no, I love but, defensive yeah. football, but also the mixing in the big plays. Like, it's not as if defensive players have been hindered by this. The sack rates this year are astronomical. Deshaun Watson got sacked sixty-two times. Yeah. Prescott that's 56, unbe- Wilson 51, Carr 51, Rogers 49. I mean, that's huge numbers. I think the difference now is 
the offense is pretty much always going to put up points, but I think that from the defensive side of the ball, you want players that are going to make turnovers and make the big plays yeah. more than. I mean, that's more important now with defensive football. I think it's the big plays of the thing, and I think that's what the Bears have done, isn't it? With yeah. their great defense, it's that they score points and they create turnovers and they're getting the ball back for the team. And it's why corners and defensive ends get paid as much money as they do, more than linebackers, more than tackles. Exactly, and. Yeah, I think that's the big difference. I think it's more about getting playmakers and people that can just have that one player game that might be the difference. And yeah. I think, like if you look at like Aaron Donald, that Rams defense isn't good, but he has still been unbelievable and he does make a difference there. Yeah, he'll probably win Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, and rightly so, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, another question then. Thanks for that question, Peter. Uh, this one from Nate Steele. Um, will AB leave Pittsburgh? And if so, where's he going? The Jets. The Jets are going to get all these off-season free agents. They're going to get Bell, they're going to get Brown, they're going to get all of them. It's Yes, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I think he's gone. I think he's out of there. Yeah, lo- lo- logically, it like when you look at it from the season point of view, they save like 2.5 million or something like that off yeah. the cap. And it doesn't really give them loads but I think they'd probably get a decent offer for Bell oh, yeah. I imagine they could probably pick up at least a first if not more than that Yeah, and if he's that much of a problem in the dressing room which then it seems to I be think yeah I mean I think they've got to get rid really I, I don't know how you can go into next season with him because we've seen it before hasn't we? it's not like this is the first time there's maybe not quite to this extent but there's always been rumblings about him isn't there being sort of an issue and Kicking up a fuss and being a bit stroppy almost, and mm. yeah, I think I think it's a lot more realistic than I mean. Some Steeler fans I know act like it's impossible, and I don't think it's that. I'm I'm not sure I bet on it, like bet on him leaving the Steelers, but I think it's a real possibility. Yeah, I think day by day it's becoming more and more of a possibility. I I would be gutted. I I can understand what Steelers fans are feeling. I think obviously you don't want to lose a Hall of Fame bound receiver and. There's been some really bad takes on Twitter this week that oh this is, we're just seeing now why he was drafted so late like no yeah. people people miss him his talent is phenomenal and he is a headache I get that but I think he wants to be the man and while Big Ben's there he's never going to be the man is he no and I don't think um, Ben's, Ben's team yeah and I don't think he's the best person to sort of work with and. Yeah, no, it was quite his last off season about uh, is he going to help? Was it Mason Rudolph? He said no. He's going to yeah. learn it on his own. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's the best teammate, and I don't think Mike Tomlin is probably the best coach either. <laughs> no, in that sense, like a new star yeah, a in weird... New York with a new head coach who will make him the well pairing with uh, Bell, who seem they those two seem to want to go together wherever they go. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's a weird situation, and it's going to be—it's probably going to be the big off-season story, isn't it? I imagine, and well, unless Wentz gets does get traded, but yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be top two. I can't see anything else coming close to it, really. And it could rumble on and on because, I mean, to me, he feels like someone that could hold out. Yeah, he doesn't seem like someone who's just going to give in easily. Oh no, he already missed games because he was annoyed, doesn't he? So yeah, and I mean, it's been quite fun watching him on uh, Instagram and <laughs> Twitter and all these things. Basically, just trolling the Steelers. It's, I mean, it, it's a nice change from him just in the gym, which is normally what you get him running on a treadmill or doing that. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a nice change from him. All the stuff with like the 49ers and all these other teams. And yeah, please yeah, it's been don't quite go fun there. to see. Please don't go to the Niners. I can't take <laughs> you playing them to play you twice a season. But I'm, I'm I mean, going Jets, but I think the Colts are in with a shout as well. Yeah. I, I, it's, a, it's basically the same people that we've mentioned all season that could. Go for Bell, isn't it? Yeah, because they're the ones with money, and yeah. that's that's basically what you need for him. You need money and a bit of draft capital, and yeah, I yeah. think it's the same sort of teams: the Raiders, the Jets, the Colts, the Forty Niners. Yeah, all this, all the same suspects, all the usual suspects this year. It's yeah, it's it's an interesting one though. One I'm yeah. sort of quite looking forward to because I quite enjoy when things go wrong for the Steelers. If I'm being honest, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And um, final question from a friend of the show, Dave Green. As the Seahawks are out uh, and Ross Bell says the season's over, who will be podcasting with uh, Dave as I'm going to be oblivious to what's happening? I am. I don't care what happens now, to be honest. Um, we're out, so half my season's over. But I'm going to be here every week regardless. And Dave well, is going to fill me in on what happens. 
Well, as of next week, we might just have to cancel the podcast. <laughs> so, you know, th- this could be the final episode ever. This could be it. <laughs> yeah, if uh, yeah, if New England don't make it out of the uh, the divisional round, I- I've already already set myself up by saying that I'm not really, I, I don't really trust Rivers. So he's <laughs> guaranteed a big game, isn't he? I've, I've done it basically. I've, I've, that was such an error. It's but, be a uh, really quick podcast next week. Yeah. <laughs> just, just community questions and that's it. <laughs> that's it, yeah. It, we don't actually discuss football anymore. <laughs> right, then let's look ahead to that division round. Let's start with India at KC, which I think is going to be the first game uh, of the weekend. I'm really looking forward to this. Of all the games, I think, obviously you're more looking forward to the New England game, I assume, but this has the prospect of being the best game of the weekend, I think. Well, I think the good thing, I think in some ways what I'd almost look forward to this one more is, I, I know I'm not going to be disappointed too much at the end of it. Sure, <laughs> so you went nothing right it, on this. Yeah, even as I'm, I'm a massive Andrew Luck fan, and that's basically where I'll be rooting in this game. But yeah, yeah if, if they lose, then I'm not too worried. So assuming yeah, the Patriots nice. win, which team would you prefer to play? Obviously, you've beaten I mean, the Chiefs this year already. Put them in their place. I know Luck's been great, and they play well this offseason. But it's definitely the Colts. Yeah. We'd be at home. They've they're they're still a flawed team. No matter, yes. They're still short of. <laughs> And then, yeah, give me, give me the Colts. If if the Patriots get through, give me the Colts all day long. <laughs> and I'm sure there'll be some sort of almost hot takes out there that people would rather face the Chiefs, but no, not for me. <laughs> Just give me the give me the worst team there too. And as as good as the Colts have been, they're definitely worse than the Chiefs. But I still I don't think it'd be a big shock if they come out of this one with the win. No, not at all. A few years back, these two had one of the historic playoff games in recent years, and it finished 45-44 to the Colts. Yeah. That was an that massive comeback, game. wasn't it? Yeah, just offense for days in that one. Um but yeah, I'm really, I'm really fortunate. I think this is going to be a massively offensive game. I think yeah, whoever can make the important stop on defense is going to be the winner, I think. Yeah, and I mean the Colts have had have had improving defense this year, haven't they? They've they have made plays at times, so same. Maybe that could be the difference. I don't know. Well, the rankings, uh, the the Chiefs, are obviously the number one offense in the league. They're the thirty first defense. That's not yeah. a kind of situation you want to be in because you need to get stops. Whereas the Colts yeah. are seventh and eleventh. Yeah, it's that's really solid, isn't it? And hmm. yeah, it's a tough one. But I mean, Andy Reid's got this crazy record off of buys, hasn't he, through the years? <laughs> and I mean. Maybe this is another one, but he's also got a pretty bad playoff record. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to see I mean, him win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but we said it's sort of happened how we said at the start of the season where the Chiefs every year, Andy Reid's teams anyway, come out firing early on and then mm. tail off a little at the end. Like, don't get me wrong, they've still been good at the end of the season, but they they've definitely suspect. not been as good. Yeah, and they sort of throw the kitchen sink it in week one, two, three, four, whatever, and then almost run out of stuff to do that other teams haven't seen where other teams hold stuff back a bit, don't they? And yeah, yeah the Chiefs don't so much. But uh, yeah, I, I, I really want the Colts to win this one. But yeah. I find it really hard to pick them. You picking Chiefs? Yeah, I think I've got to pick the Chiefs. Mahomes has just been so good. and But then he's never been at this stage before. Maybe no, he won't. He yeah, you don't know until, they, until it happens and you just don't know. And... I mean, the rookie quarterbacks, or the first-time sort of playoff quarterbacks, haven't done too well this year so far, have they? No. Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, and um, Mitch Trubisky all playing their first gone. playoff games and gone. Yeah. So This is a yeah. time when experience matters, and I trust Andrew Luck. He's looked incredible, and he looks like he's just enjoying it as well. Did you see his post-match yeah. interview? He's, he's having fun, isn't he? He's just happy to be playing football again, I think, more than anything. But, my favourite bit of that interview was um, when he swore, yeah. and then he looked like looked like he was he'd never been had like more regret in his life. <laughs> his, his, uh, yeah, he, he looked like he was just going to go and cry for about an hour. About his, uh, <laughs> probably ring his mum and apologise or something. But yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. But yeah, I think, I think he's one of the people. He's just such a genuinely good human being, and yeah. like I think he's so much to like about him. And yeah, I mean, I'd love him to, well, maybe not win the Super Bowl this year, maybe once Brady and that have retired, then he can win some, <laughs> but I mean, if, if it's not going to be the Patriots, then give me Andrew Luck in a Colts, a Colts Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, I'd, I'd be up for that as well, actually. Um, next up then, Cowboys at Rams. Um, 
everything in my head says the Rams should win this and relatively easily. But having watched that Seahawks game since um, since Saturday, the Cowboys' defense looks for real, and it's not. It, it they're not relying on Sean Lee anymore. They've got two incredible linebackers in Van Der Esch and is it Jalen Smith? Yeah, he, yeah. It, both of them are so good in that game. Yeah, they they play all positions basically. It doesn't matter. They they're lining up as linebackers, but they can do everything. And they're they're for real. I think you've got well, Zeke. Was... God, sorry. Yeah, you've got Zeke who can run the ball, and Prescott is doing enough. Yeah, and Cooper's obviously given them that bit of a yeah receiving they've got a threat for it. now. Yeah, they've lost Hearns for the season in a horrific uh, injury. But oh yeah, that was horrible, wasn't it? But yeah, he'd become maybe third or fourth in the depth chart anyway. So yeah, Cooper's in terms of actually how it's going to affect him, I don't think it's going to be a big deal from that. No. I mean, you don't want to lose any depth at this stage, but I mean, of all the players that they're going to lose, I'm not sure they'd be too worried about him. No, they I mean, should have eight wide receivers on Saturday. So they've got yeah. depth there. Yeah, they feel they've got the feel of that team that they don't they don't sort of wow you from week to week, but sort of get the job done. And I mean, they've horrible they, Giants well, feeling about them. Yeah, and I mean they've already beaten the Saints this season, and mm. it means they definitely can beat the Rams. And I don't know, as we said earlier, maybe the Eagles pull it off against the. Saints, and then they've got to beat the Eagles at home to go to the Super Bowl. And I mean, they'd have taken that. Well, you'd take that now, wouldn't you? Let alone at the start of the season. I'm um, getting rid of my TV if that happens. We're not podcasting that much. <laughs> I cannot have a Cowboys Super Bowl. I mean, it'd be fun. I like the hype ones. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I might regret that saying that actually. But they can't, I also can't have a Rams Super Bowl, so I'm, I'm losing whichever way in this one. <laughs> I need the Eagles I mean, Saints to batter either team in the next round. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is this is a really tough game to call because, as you say, everything you look at points to the Rams just being better. Yeah, pretty much everywhere. But I don't know. There's just something about the Cowboys, isn't it, that they can just rumble on? But maybe they'll be one of them that, um, yeah, they're quickly coming and going, and they're not going to. I don't know, they're just going to fizzle out or whatever, but... Yeah, I just some know. of his highly paid teammates to show up this week. They need if, if they can stop Zeke, then they can win this game, I think. There's there's no way Jared Goff is good enough to beat them. No, it's... But there's just so many good receivers they've got there in yeah. the rounds, haven't they? Between Cooks and... Um... Robert Woods. Oh, Woods, yeah, I can think of his name. And yeah, there's just so many... Uh, yeah, I just don't know which way to go with this game. Everyone tells me I should pick the Rams, but I think I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I think I'm going for the upset. I'm, I'm declining to pick this game because I hate both teams so much <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm picking the Colts oh. in the other game as well, by the way. I didn't think I said that. Oh, yeah, I'm picking Colts as well. Yeah. Just, I'm picking for what I want to happen, really. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, do I want the Cowboys to win? I don't know. But, I mean, yeah, I'm going Cowboys. I think they can do it. I think they're going to... I think they're going to pull off the upset and then lose next week. <laughs> That'd be fine. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then on to Sunday then, the earlier game of the two is the Chargers at the Patriots. Um, it's got to be the Patriots, I think. The Chargers have flattered uh, to deceive the last couple of weeks. They've not been as good as I think advertised. And The Patriots have struggled in spots, but it's supposed to be snowing in Foxborough this weekend. So, uh, Patriots, definitely. Yeah, I mean... I don't. It's. I find it hard to talk about the Patriots because I. Um, I always feel like I'm a bit biased. Well, obviously I'm a bit biased, but yeah, I find it hard biased. to talk about them and say that I feel confident. But I feel like even as a neutral, I would feel better about this Patriots team this week than. I feel like there's too much talk about the Chargers. Yeah. And I mean the Patriots are unbeaten at home this season, which alone, you wouldn't. So. Yeah, you wouldn't know that the way they're talked about. We were yeah. the two C's. <laughs> We've won what? What is it? Twelve and four. We ended up eleven and five. Oh, eleven and five. Yeah, and it's some, it's some disaster a season. And yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I think people are being too quick to write us off. That's, you've given that's Brady all a week I'm... off. You've given uh, Gronk a week off. You've given all the all those running backs a week off to get healthier. Yeah, and I think that was a big thing for us. I think, I mean, there was talk of Brady having a knee injury, and mm. I think it would make sense. And I, I don't want to just 
Okay, I don't want to just make excuses, but I think it would make sense when you watch him play because he just hasn't been right. No. And if he has got a bit of a knee tweak, that week off it was so big for them. And I mean, any time you can get Gronk a bit of rest, that's good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Oh, I feel confident about this game. But I don't. I really, I really wish I wasn't feeling confident about this game because I feel like it's just setting me up to for more pain. But yeah, I feel I feel confident about this game. And if we did like locks, like if we were the yeah. ATM podcast, I'd be locking this one up. Yeah, so would I. It's the Patriots in the playoffs. Yeah, at home we just yeah. we don't lose many of these games over the years. And I know this is maybe not the same Tom Brady and definitely not the same Gronk. But oh, yeah, I, I think we can. I think with Gilmore there, and mm-hmm. the sec- the secondary is on the strength of our defense. Yeah, and I think that can shut down Rivers in the passing game on the whole. And yeah. then it's just whether we can stop Melvin Gordon or slow him down enough. And I mean, with with this time to game plan, I don't know. I I really like the Patriots in this one. <laughs> That's it for the Chargers. The Chargers have to get Gordon going quickly and effectively. Yeah. If they can get him in space, then he can do some damage. But it's it, it, it's getting him that space to work. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people will be using that Ravens game to sort of big up the Chargers this year, but, or this, the rest of this sort of season, sorry. Yeah. But that game, you can pretty much throw it out because they're not going to play another game like that. They're not going to play another game where. There's no defense like that left in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and there's no offense like it either. There's no. not going to be an offense where they can. Well, they had like seven DBs on the field at most, <laughs> most times in that game, and. I mean, that's not. They're just not gonna. It's not, it's not the same game. It's not the same game plan. And no. that defense isn't gonna be the same. That defense that had their best game of the season isn't gonna be the same defense we see this week. And yeah, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to be so confident. But <laughs> there's nothing I look at in this game that makes me think we're gonna lose the Chargers team. <laughs> and, no, uh, you're at home in the cold weather, unbeaten all season. Your players have had a week off. Yeah, it's Patriots. Easy win, I think. Chargers, you've done yeah. well to get this far. You've won a playoff game. Well done. But. It's it's over for you now, and I think people are almost sort of dismissing like the Chargers traveling east because they've done so well this season doing it. But yeah. it is a big deal. It's been a big deal historically, and just because what eight games or five, well probably not even that many games it's made it's been good for the Chargers this year. They've won them games. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah yeah. I'm going Patriots. <laughs> good man. Good man. Now our final game of the weekend then is the Eagles traveling to the New Orleans Saints. In what should be a really interesting game, because the Saints have faltered the last few weeks, haven't they? They finished thirteen and three, um, but the, they started off the season so hot and kind of came back to earth. I think the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I think people are almost again like dismissing how I don't know shaky the Saints were over that second half of the season, really, and they were not the same team. No, but. I think they're definitely beatable. Where I think people have almost put them in a Super Bowl because they got the home field advantage. I think some people have almost sort of given them the the yeah. NFC, and I'm not convinced by that. Yeah, I'm, it is I'm a not big con- advantage being a home. Oh, for sure, but... especially for that team. They're probably one that need that advantage more than anyone else. Yeah, but I don't know. This Eagles team has got a very good defense. It's kind of underrated how good their defense has been this year. Like they they got blown out. In New Orleans earlier in the season, forty-eight to seven. Um, that was that was just not a very good game. They didn't play very well in that game. I think no. now the playoffs are here. I mean, Carson went start that game and had one hundred fifty-six yards, and that was it. So they st- the, the defense started off poor, didn't they? This season, I don't think really yes. argue against that. But they've really come on strong and they found something. And yeah, I don't, think that, I don't think you can underestimate. Well. Yeah, um, yeah, I. I struggle to pick the Eagles because, I mean, you look at it and you think, Nick Foles can't win another game. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't think the Saints are unbeatable. And I, I don't think it's, it'd be crazy if we come out this one and we got Eagles going to the NFC Championship game again. No, I don't think it will either. I, this is a really tough one to pick. I think the Saints will win, but it's not going to be easy, I don't think. I don't think they're going to blow out the Eagles. And, no. Uh, just roll over them. I think it's going to be a really close game because that's what the Eagles do at the minute, and especially in the playoffs, they they keep it close and they play tight football. And if it's close in the fourth quarter, then who knows? Foles magic See, I, could be real. I mean, if if the Eagles can limit the Saints to what twenty one points, say, yeah, they've got a real chance. I think if yeah. the Saints score more than that, then I think maybe it might get out of reach for the Eagles and it might be tough. But 
if that defence can just hold them enough, I don't think they need to play some incredible game to no. beat them. I think just, just sort of limit them. And if, as long as the Saints aren't just walking up and down the field, sort of scoring points willy-nilly, then I think that, yeah, I think the Eagles have got a chance here. I think the Saints strike me as a team that could try and get too clever and go away from what's worked for them all season long, which could be a, well, a Sean Payton thing more than well, anything else. It's very Sean Payton, that, isn't it? <laughs> Work a bit too much heel in there and get Breeze <laughs> off the field for some reason. And... Yeah, if they go for Taysom Hill at any point in this, then what are you doing? You don't need that. Yeah. Need it... that. Just stick with Breeze. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I'm going for it. I'm just going to Eagles. Oh. I'm going for the upset. I don't... Nice. Yeah, I, I'm, I can't be bothered to be uh, boring at this stage of the season. I'm going for it. I'm going bold. <laughs> There's no consequences, even if I'm, even if I'm wrong, is there? So <laughs> might as well go for the bold one. Yeah, why not? There we go yeah. then. That is uh, the divisional weekend previewed. Uh, quickly before we finish, some news: uh, Matt Lafleur has been hired as the new head coach of the Green Bay Packers. Dave, what do you think of that? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think anyone would bet that Matt Lafleur would be the first coach hired this uh, off season. But yeah, it's a weird one because I mean that he didn't really um, coach a better offense than Mike Malarkey did for the Titans. No. So that's troubling. It's hard to look at that Titans offense of this season and go, "Oh yeah, that's the man. That's the man we want to <laughs> yeah. turn Aaron Rodgers into what we sort of everyone hopes he can be or sort of says that he is." Then, I mean, he's not the first name that sort of jumps out at you, but I mean, he must have had a really good interview because, <laughs> I mean, say the first one to make that move—that's not a yeah. small thing. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. Uh, I, I think it's one of them. I know this sounds very non-committal but it's almost like just a, we'll have to just wait and see because mm. yeah I'm not really sure I don't he's not one that out of all the coordinators around the league he's not one that would immediately jump out as somebody that was going to get hired this off-season but yeah. yeah first one in and maybe he's the one to win another Super Bowl for Rodgers who knows of all of them I think it's uh, it's a bigger sign that Joshua Daniels is definitely taking over from Bill isn't it because that was the only job that Joshua left for I think yeah I think there's still sort of slight murmurings about the Cleveland job, but I don't think that's the there's no way Belichick's going to go to Cleveland, is there? Well, I don't know. There's the Patriots have got like a weird relationship with Cleveland, don't they? We seem to have a lot of trades with them and stuff like that. There seems to be yeah. a lot of uh, stuff there, so maybe I, I I don't know. But yeah, I don't. I I, I didn't really get how he was linked with these jobs anyway, because. I mean, if I was GM of or owner or whatever, I mean, are you going to turn to McDaniel's after their stuff last season? Yeah, exactly. I, I wouldn't. But no. I mean, yeah, he's got to have been promised that the job after Belichick, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, I would assume so. <laughs> so we said last week that maybe there was more to it last year, but I mean, that that's the obvious thing, and I mean, so often, so often, like the obvious uh, answer is the right one, isn't it? And, mm. I think they've got to have promised him that job. Stick around in New England and you'll get that job in, what, four or five years, how long it'll be. Yeah. 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 There we go then. That's the first coach hide of the off-season. I'm sure there'll be plenty more in the coming weeks. Um, well, Arians look like he's... Arians looks like he's gone to Tampa, doesn't he? Oh, really? Uh, I'm so yeah. done with him. But, I, I, I don't like Bruce Arians. <laughs> I, I do like him as, like... I mean, he's sort of... When they were over, he was probably one of the better head coaches to... Uh, chat to and yeah. he was quite open with everything but in that sort of sense he was good and he was like probably one of the nicer human beings if you know what I mean but I also thought the same about Jeff Fisher he was, uh, <laughs> he was, awful, he was over. a terrible head coach and I think Bruce Arians I think he almost gets a bit too much credit sometimes I'm not sh- sure he's I'm not sure he's as good a head coach as maybe some give him credit for but yeah. what he is good at is working with quarterbacks and I think for Tampa Bay that was important to get a head coach that can you're going to find out if Winston's good enough or not. Mm. And I think by the end of the season, they'll know one way or another whether Winston's going to be their man for the future or they need to move on. And I think just from that sort of point of view, it makes a lot of sense to go for Arians. But yeah, yeah. I'm not convinced he's as good a head coach as he's made out to be either. No, I used to like beating his big red face on the sidelines and watching him uh, get really <laughs> angry. But we'll see. He's going to be frustrated a lot of the time, I think, in yeah. uh, Tampa, especially with Jameis. But... Yeah, we'll we get on. but yeah, I think more coaches to be hired as the um, the team starts to drop off the playoffs. 
Yeah, I think by next week we might have a bit more news on some of the head coaching positions. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll obviously talk about them as and when they happen. Um, where can people find us on social media, Dave? So uh, on Facebook, we're First and Ten, and then on Twitter, we're at First and Ten underscore. And uh, we've got a couple of competitions, well, five different, well, it's all the same competition, but five different chances to win. So if you go on either of them page, you'll be able to find details on all of them. So we talked about, I did it on last week's podcast at the end, so yeah. go back and listen to that if you want to find out. But yeah, it's five, well, actually up to seven chances to win. So Insane. you can do a few different things. Yeah, Insane. loads of prizes. Yeah. Away. Get on that. Get on. Uh, get on into our competitions. You can win yourself a lovely beanie bobble hat. Everyone loves a nice warm hat, especially this time of year. Yeah. Um, yeah if you're uh, getting us on iTunes, make sure to leave a five star rating review. That's one of the ways you can enter our competition as well. So don't forget to do that. Um, if you get us from anywhere else, then let us know where you're getting us from because it's uh, we want to kind of not tailor the podcast to, to that kind of thing. But it's good to know where people are getting us from. Uh, we're of course on. We're on Spotify. We're on everywhere. I think apart from Google, basically. So if you if you are a Google user, sorry, um, but it, blame them, not us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of other ways. Just just downloading like another podcast in a app or whatever, just to listen to us. We're yeah. worth it, I can tell you. We are. We are definitely worth it. Um, but yeah, make sure you give us a, a rate and review. We've had uh, thirteen ratings, but only eight reviews. Just leave us a little comment, and you'll get read out on the show as well. And who doesn't like getting read out on a show? Um, but we've got plans for the off season. I've got loads of ideas that we're going to do. Uh, I've not told Dave yet, but we're going to do them. So that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> but the off season's nearly here. We've got a few more weeks left of playoff football. I'm looking forward to next week, Dave. Hopefully, and as a Seahawks fan, this pains me, but hopefully with a, uh, a Patriots win. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so until next week, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Dave. Bye. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>